Welcome to the IT Collab, the podcast where the realms of community and collaboration intersect to revolutionize the delivery of IT managed services. I'm your host, Brandon Barnes. Whether you are an experienced IT professional seeking to expand your skill set or a visionary business leader in search of innovative solutions, we have you covered. Our experienced guests, comprising of industry veterans and thought leaders, will offer invaluable perspectives and insights to guide you through the dynamic landscape of IT. So, let us embark on this thrilling journey together. Let's go! Hey everyone, today we are going to talk about how you know if your IT managed service provider is doing a good job. Today I'm joined by Evan Chavez, Hello. our uh, resident senior engineer, and RJ, I like to call him the sales guy, myself, Brandon Barnes, um, get some different perspective in here. So I'm going to ask you guys, how do you know if your IT provider is doing a good job? I think uh, really what it comes down to is going to be a lot of uh, tracking, um, you know, goal. Well, first off, I mean, any MSP relationship, you should be defining goals, defining expectations, defining problems. And from there, you're tracking how much of a problem that problem still is six months later, a year later, etc. So track and adjust. Yeah. Okay. RJ. Yeah, from the sales perspective and with less IT knowledge, a lot of the conversations I have is if the client feels that they can be honest and communicate with their current MSP and actually have access to their numbers, data, and overall help, that seems to be where a lot of my experience comes in is them not actually feeling like they're being held hostage by their current MSP. Which... We've experienced recently. We certainly have. <laughs> My goal will be to... I just, did, I just did a podcast yesterday or the other day just on this and how frustrating it is when you have that. And I listed out some certain things uh, in this other. So if you have it, it's a 15-minute listen. Yeah. And it just really says, like, here's the things that you should do. It even speaks in the steps. So it's, it's all listed there. And I even did a blog on the site because I was very frustrated. I just wanted people to know what they can do. And the first thing it said was, check your contract. Mm-hmm. Legally, right? Like this whole tobacco of giving access to a, a, a cloud environment that had a couple licenses that had nothing really to secure is, is a bunch of hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big so time. with that, I think, have you seen, the so rolling back to what you're saying, RJ, is we've talked to a lot of customers, right? Yep. Had, how, many, how many times have you ever seen um, a company when, when you go in and we're asking for current information about their environment how often can they provide that it sounds terrible and like i'm just leading people to get a hold of us which is not a bad outcome from this but i have yet to come across a company who has their information readily available from their msp yeah it's not that's that's 100 true i think of all the customers or new customers i've you know, talked to yep um they what? they haven't had diagrams like it, actually i can't say that there's a few. There's a few out there that I have seen. I'm utterly impressed by where they give me some diagrams and some things. And I'm like, wow. 
Yeah, this is amazing. So not all of them. I, I, I would say that most of the time it had to have an in-house person working, mm-hmm. um, our current team most of the time. But by a current provider, I don't think I've ever seen that. And the question is, you know, like, I, I, I wouldn't say this if I didn't think that I could provide that service. But if, if there's anyone, I, I love diagrams. I love seeing what happens. Yep. And I want to be able to, if, if they ever ask me a question, I want to be able to say, here's all your information. Well, and I feel like that tends to become a little bit of an afterthought, especially uh, in an MSP kind of realm where, you know, you want to get done as much as you can get done without mm-hmm. spending a whole lot of time. Like, get in, get out, move to the next customer, get in, get out, move to the next customer. Um, and so, so documentation and diagrams are minimal at best. Key. But, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're absolutely uh, crucial to, I mean, not only just handoffs, but in day-to-day operations. Well, I, think, I think sometimes I run into this, too, where I have, I, I love diagramming, right? I love doing that. I would say that even on my application or on my, uh, you know, if it was my resume, it has it as, like, one of my superpowers, right? You like pictures. I do love pictures. They tell me in words, okay? They give me it's a true. Give me a 20-page document. I'm not going to read it. It's boring. Mm-hmm. But if you can show me in a picture, I'll be like, ooh, pretty. <laughs> but at the same time, I... That's how I think, right? right? And so if I was to show a diagram, I have gone into situations where I'm showing someone a diagram and they're like, okay, thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, especially when you do a project, right? I think we've done many migration projects. Mm-hmm. And one way to clearly identify that is to say, here's what your environment currently looks like and this is where it should look like or where it will look like at the end. Um, now, just to kind of give some preface to this, Obviously, you know, you look up some content and clearly defining expectations is a really interesting thing to, to call out for an MSP. I think right now we're into a few people or companies recently where I don't think there's any expectations. Like I think the expectation was just make sure it works. Yeah. Right? Like so what if it breaks, you fix it. <laughs> that's is, that's the expectation. If, if that's your expectation, um, fine. But what what should be an expert? What what are a couple expectations that you might think you should have? I would love for an expectation that goes MSP wide to be an openness to communicate about times and how long it takes to get back to me, and also what is the next few steps. Like Evan mentioned at the beginning, if the goal is this breaks, you fix. Okay, but. I think furthering it to how do we move to where this doesn't break next time or what's coming down the road that we should see as a potential problem. I think a new expectation for what will make a successful MSP is to lay out strategically what's the next one month, three months, six months, year. So if you dump that down into a really like elementary phrase, what would you call that? Planning. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not real. But here's the thing. I don't know. I, I have seen it. I mean, I've, I've seen sometimes there's some good, definitely some great pr- providers out there um, or partners. I like to call partnerships, but mm-hmm. I think really your partner when you're doing the, the business reviews, right? I'm a firm believer in doing the, the quarterly business reviews because otherwise you're just paying, you'd be paying for a service and you really don't know what you're getting, right? You're doing break fix, but in those business reviews, are you planning 
right, for the future and what's to come. You know, knowing the things that are coming down, all the technology changes. Your servers are running out of, uh, you know, they're an old server that is, has this problem. There is a system that's old and needs to be replaced. There right. is a lot of other things. Right. Yeah. And you know, unless you're unless you're being proactive, unless you're paying attention, then it just tends to become a, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm paying for this, and suddenly at some point I look back and say, what have I been getting? I don't know. I'm going to stop paying for this. Yeah. And and then. Okay, which which and then every, which yeah. I mean it could be yeah in some in some scenarios like right maybe maybe your environment is totally stable maybe there you have one computer. You know, just like a home office or something, and, and everything's hunky-dory. Um, but if it, I don't know, if you're if you're small, medium, large business. and But even even if it was just a one-person shop, mm-hmm. there's always something you could do to improve your business. Yeah, right. absolutely. Make so, technology but, work for you. But also, like, setting expectations. Like, what, other than just break fix, what are some other things that you can expect? Right, like, I expect, um, as a provider, that you are giving a plan. I think that was a great one, right? Mm-hmm. So you're giving a plan. You're expecting that, obviously, you said, I think what I also heard you say in there, too, is service times, mm-hmm. right? So your ETLs, I think, what was it, ETLs, it's your, what is your estimated time to respond, right? And I think I, we run into that a lot where maybe a company is little, I don't know, they, 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 some MSPs have, like, the tiers, so sometimes those higher tiers take longer to get back to you. I think we ran into one recently where it was like three, three or four days. Four days. Right. For like a, a top tier like response. Right. That's not okay. I think that you should be able to fix some like bigger problems, you know, in different realms, like faster. Or just, you know, and maybe it's that setting the expectation of this is high priority and know right. that they're going to respond to like a priority. So also letting know your, your company know that this is really not a big deal, but if you guys could get to this, it'd be great versus a, I need this done now. Right. Um, communication. So I think that another reason why I think a business review, even in a quarterly, biannually fashion, would be fantastic. So you know, and you can communicate those expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Or the plans, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you have no no channel, no outlet, and then again, it just kind of falls by the wayside. And right. I think any relationship, personal business and now as I'm learning more about this MSP relationship should contain the same qualities of a good friendship or a good relationship and none of those exist without communication period so if you do not talk touch base share things that are concerning things that are going well how can you expect it to be fruitful moving forward is like my my thought process it's a really good way to put it it is it is uh Another thing I like to put in here is um, reviewing performance. So if you say reviewing performance, having the right tools in place, especially as a NMSP, you should have the right ticketing system, right? And if you have the right ticketing system, you can have the right analytics. And one of the things I love to see is you can make a dashboard that shows you how quickly you're responding to tickets or to people's requests. And you can even show the customer how often, like I, I know for a fact, especially with ConnectWise or some of these other tools, you can show how fast you're responding to their tickets and how long it's taking out of you know those tickets. I think it's also good for you to know who's submitting the most amount of tickets in your mm-hmm. company. 
you know? Who's the problem child? Or what is the problem? Yeah. You know, I always like to say, if Susie's in the corner and she submitted 12 tickets for that printer, maybe we should look at that printer. Right. And quit blaming Susie, because I feel like I'm Susie sometimes, <laughs> not having all the IT experience. Susie, I'm in oh, your corner. Susie? Yeah, I'm Susie's in Susie's corner. All you Susies out We love there. you, Susie. It's, you know, if you're Karen, you're quit messing whoa, whoa, whoa. up. That's Susan. <laughs> keep it up. Or Chad. <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up with all the... Get us back on track. Yeah. It, I think there is ways to check your performance, though. There, there's 100% way. During a, uh, during a business review, I would I think that you should request a business review on a consistent mm-hmm. basis from your managed service provider and actually have like a presentation. Here's your data. Here's your stuff. Here's the tickets you submitted. Here's your... You can do that on a base level ticketing system. It's going to tell you what problems you're having and things that you could probably address, mm-hmm. right? So check that out. Check your team. Check check performance of your organization as around how happy they are and what issues they're having, even internally, right? Um, that's the, that's seeking your feedback. Like so, you're, you know, f- your feedback from your team. Mm-hmm. I think is. I'm seeing being proactive, so I'm trying to think of uh, me being a business owner, asking an SP, you know, I, I would ask my team, hey, what's going on? Is everything okay? Are you happy? And of course, you're probably going to get some of those pretty, pe- those people that like, that like to say the phrase, I'm just not that good with IT. <laughs> Love that person. No. <laughs> um, I think another thing is just staying in tune with um, the newest technologies. So having, you know, asking if your provider doesn't even tell you what's coming, maybe ask them. Yeah. Right. Like, what's 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 new? What's coming out? What's changing? What's expiring? Mm. When when mm. are when do my servers need to be upgraded? <laughs> yeah. Microsoft sends daily emails. Uh huh. And, and and your MSP should be plugged into those. Absolutely. Right. I mean. Daily emails on what's going to expire. Yeah. It's overwhelming. No is, reason. Is that overwhelming to you? It's overwhelming. Why? I'm so glad I don't have to be in that arena, which is exactly the point of an MSP. If you're a company who's like, that sounds terrible to me, I would not like to read every email and be paranoid and petrified that I'm going to drop not just one ball, but numerous balls that are going to affect my business. Exactly why you should have a trusted MSP. Because even knowing we are good, hearing that makes me be like, that sounds terrible. I don't want to know every day something's expiring. I would, I would rather just okay. keep moving forward and be like, I'm good. Here, here, I know here's it. the deal. What would you, but we, we also say expiring. A lot of times we, we automate these things, right? So having, you know, having a, like certificate renewals. Yeah, certificate renewals, um, you know, some kind of warranties, things like that, that we can automatically put in there. And remind us, hey, renew this, do this. So, I mean, being a part of that and, and documenting the right place is smart. And that, that should be a, a good sign of a good provider totally. to help you with that stuff. I just right. jumped into the position of a different No, I want, I want you to. Yeah, and be like, I want you to. I don't want to. Well, you don't want to deal with it. <clears throat> no. So if you're a business owner, you don't want to deal with this stuff, right? So, so imagine you're a business owner, which we will talk to more of those coming up. But if you're a business owner, what would you want from your MSP to do? Literally, and this is not to be laced with humor, everything that has to do with my entire environment. I would like to know that I can come in and plug and play and then have someone I can call that will pick up the phone when I'm frustrated, want to upgrade or grow. 
period. I don't I don't want to think about it. I'd rather think about my business. Okay. And then what about budget? You're like, I want this stuff to happen. Do you care? Do you want to spend budget on your IT? Sure. Your yeah. Computers? Because if you don't, then you may not have any other ability to create and grow your business because you're not running. You're down. Okay. What do you feel... Do you think there's a truth to you know us talking about proactive stuff versus reactive? Do you think there's a difference in providers that are you know people that do that, companies that do that? Yeah, proact. I mean, this can't be the if I'm the first person to ever think of this, then that's sad for everybody else. But proactive is truly the only way to deal with a lot of these IT issues if you're trying to grow and be strategic and move forward. Otherwise, you're constantly playing defense, and instead of building. On your growth? Give, give me an example, though. Of what? Yeah, of, of being proactive <coughs> versus not. Can, can you give me one that you can think of? I mean, you, you talk to these people on the phone. What do you think What do you think is being proactive versus reactive? A uh, company that goes around and fixes toilets will be that vague. Reaction from a couple of the presidents I've talked to is every week they know they're going to get phone calls from their boots on the ground because their mobile devices don't work mm -hmm. so they're not able to go and communicate with customers not able to see what supplies they have available not able to actually go out and fix said issue so now they're they're working on their business instead of their servicemen working on the businesses they went out to fix so that's more of a reactive thing 100 percent. if they were proactive and just you know what we're it's going to be a little tough for this next week, but we're going to get every one of our mobile devices up, running smoothly, upgraded, whatever fancy words you guys use, so that when we send them out, we know we're talking and we're fixing their businesses, not our own. Evan? Yeah, it, so the, the example that comes to mind for me is actually kind of, kind of along those same lines. Uh, the the you know, idea of... Uh, I think it's it's pretty well largely accepted that you can expect a desktop or a laptop computer to run decently well, brand new one, run decently well for three to five years. And then at that point you start to see degradation and... They get you know, slower. They get slower, yeah. Yeah, the OS is full. Exactly. The, all the updates have caused it to slow down. Like, you yeah, know. yeah. So instead of, you know, you buy a new computer and then you wait three to five years for it to become noticeably slow before you replace it you're looking at buying something at the two-year mark right. proactive mm. versus reactive that that's I mean it's the average simple. even on a computer basis I, I think that I see probably the top tier companies buy computers every three years without questioning it mm -hmm. right like the speed the technology's changed I think we ran into a situation with a, a construction company right and quite frankly, I'm proud of them. They really went full cloud and they did some stuff. But then they wanted to order their own machines at Costco or whatever it was they wanted to do. And they ended up buying machines with full, like, spinning hard drives. 5,400 RPM. Yeah, I know you know. Yeah. But if that was the case and they're buying these, not understanding that, yes, this is a cheaper laptop, but they're complaining of speeds now that they're gone full internet, that they need more basically RAM, some more speed on their machines to handle that cash. So this is, sounds super nerdy, right? Well, this sounds like a perfect example of 
why it's valuable to have an MSP who can consult and give advice because it seems to me like that construction company tried doing the right thing the wrong way. Like the right thing the wrong way is still wrong. It's still going to be slow and not work. But if they had gotten some advice like, hey, maybe you shouldn't you, you want to know what surplus solution? your Costco shopping with right. big bulk pretzels you want, you want and big bulk was? computers. Yeah, you can save money all day on computers. I, I think it's, there's we have some good ones out there that we recommend. And I'm sure everyone has their own recommendation. I think you can even look up reviews on what's good or not. Right? Go online, check some online reviews. But these spinny drives are like a thing of the past. I mm -hmm. know. Right? Yeah. I can say spinny drives because I'm trying to spinny really drives. I'm trying to keep it simple. So like yeah. you know, any a business user listening is there's a solid state drive and there's a spinny drive. Right? And spinning drive bad. <laughs> spinning drive well, except for server, the well, the right. servers still use them because the flash drives are burning out faster. Right. But what I, I will say is that the fix was we had to literally go into every single machine and copy the hard drive onto a solid state drive and replace it and put it in and it was perfectly fine. That was the fix. After a few months of research and realizing that they had really outdated equipment in there. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Yep. I, I think another another very, very, very commonplace theme, which we kind of tend to go back to is when it comes to proactive versus reactive and knowing that your company, you know, your managed service provider is doing a good job is security. Like, I can't tell you, I, I think we provided great service and we were constantly trying to say, hey, you should be proactive on security. Be proactive on security. I think people are finally starting to listen, but don't blame, like it's hard because it's like they they don't want to put in forth the effort of really not too complicated things, and all of a sudden they're getting. It's also really hard to quantify. Yeah, you know, I it mean, is. you can you can be proactive all day in security and still get and still get hit. Problem. I mean, that's that's the unfortunate thing about it. Like uh, these casinos right now. I know. <laughs> Like that's insane. well, and, and right, and that and that's that's one of those things. Like they could have, uh, they probably have super. Hard, so yeah, the the casino that got hit uh, last month or a month ago, two months ago, whatever, they that was from somebody calling the 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 attacker, the bad actor, calling their help desk and saying, "Hey, I'm this person. Can you reset my password?" Yes. Like you can have all the oh all security the security in the, world. in the world, all the proactive everything, and and get hit that way like it's nuts and i'm sure they do have a very secure yes, environment they have to but, but they but have Susie answering the phone <laughs> who changed someone's see here's, here's the deal. this is exactly why i had a conversation um on one of the podcasts earlier where I, I basically said this is a new thing that's happening like where they're calling the msps too and mm -hmm. saying i'm so-and-so please reset my password so when people do call and say, what's your address? You know, or if I call into the bank and say, what's your name and address? And, what's, and they're trying to verify who you are, mm -hmm. your phone number. They're trying to verify those things, right? And I almost want like a secret passphrase or something because right. I don't want to be the cause of that either. Nope. Mine makes me say my password over the phone. Which one? My bank. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, it's hilarious because there is something in there that Please gets... say your phone password. Yeah. Please tell me what you're wearing right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's your waist size? I have not been asked that. No, oh, oh. Yeah, just me. <laughs> That's my security question. Your waist size? Yeah. What's your waist size? What do you want it to be? Because those are two totally different numbers. Oh, and they're not near one another. Yeah, they can shift too. Waist Clearly. <laughs> waist sizes do shift. I was yeah. I can hundred percent say that. That's a whole other podcast. I'm your. I'll be your expert on that one. So I think the last piece of this to make sure that you have a good provider is really just maintaining a good relationship mm-hmm. and just keeping open communication. And if they aren't providing that, maybe you want to ask them to or seek elsewhere. I think that it's really simple stuff here. Like they, they should be able to clearly communicate what you have, hand over passwords, hand over what you need, um, to the, you know, verifying who you are, obviously, and keeping them safe. I'm gonna caveat that. But the truth is, Keeping that open communication, make sure you get some feedback, see the performance, understand what's going on in your environment, and I think you can really have a good relationship. But have them provide you with a list. I think I also have a list of like all the things you should ask for, right? And so like I send it out to a lot of new customers when I say, please ask your managed service provider to provide you with these. So I'm going to post that on a blog on the website. And really put it in there and say, these are the questions you can ask so that you know that you have a good picture of your environment. Mm-hmm. I think that's very valid. And I think that I would respect any customer that came and asked me. Honestly, I get a little freaked out because I'd be like, oh, you're leaving me. It's like a bad breakup. But at the same time, I think that you should be able to have that open communication to say, I want a backup. I want to know. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, and <laughs> I guess, you know, really and truly, you know, we're talking about engaging a, a, a good MSP. Uh, I feel like a good MSP should be ready and willing to give that information when the customer asks for it, regardless of the reason. Like, you know, we've had we've had customers leave us, and you know, they'll come to us and say, "Hey, we need to get uh, this, this, and this." We're like, "All right, well, that's a bummer, but here you go." Yeah, I think what's funny is I, I've had people do, or customers do that to me too, and they still stay. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want it, like they just want the information, the they, or they want to know that you're doing it, that you're. Keeping I think it's it. a good check just to say, yeah, I want to know what you guys know. Like I want to know that you guys are doing a good job. I think that's a valid check. Yeah, you might get a little scared, and if they get defensive, because I just did a podcast the other day, like I said, if they get defensive, it's kind of a red flag. Yes, <laughs> like it's very frustrating. Yes, because either number one, they don't have it, they don't have the information that you should be provided, mm-hmm. they don't have. The knowledge, I think I, I finally saw an email from some of them say, like, we don't even have it. Right. And that's frustrating. Like, how do you know what you just paid for it? How do you know my environment? How do you know the passwords that you're getting to? How do you even know this? Password is password. <laughs> Capital <laughs> password. <laughs> Let me change all of them first before I send them over. Anyway. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate the time today. Um, don't forget, if you're listening, to like, subscribe, and do all those cool things to help us out. Really appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>